Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. It's the biggest, baddest, toughest conference in college football. I think I think you could probably argue that. That it is probably one of the toughest, if not the toughest, conferences in college football. And just by me saying that, you know what conference I'm talking about. I'm talking about the SEC. We're going to talk about the SEC over under. What's their win percentage? What's their win total, I guess, going to be? Let's get into it. Welcome to Rising to the Occasion, where we talk about sports. What else do we talk about, Britt? Sports. That's it. You know, it's, it's just, it's a way for us to get away. And I I love, I, I love sports just in general. And it's, of course, for us, we, we're going to talk a lot, a lot of football for the most part. That's just what we're going to talk about because that's, that's our favorite sport. And most of the time, it's just going to be football because football is our favorite. Um, but just sports in general, because there's, there could be a game on that I don't even care about. But then I love watching people compete. I just love the competitive nature of it. And we've been kind of instilled that way since we were young, you know, just competing. Uh, you know, it's just it's just something that's been in our blood. Uh, and so it's just I love sports. It's a way for us to get away from reality, get away from work, get away from politics, get away from whatever it is in life that's got you down, angry, upset. And it gets you upset about something else. It gets you happy about something else. It gets you stressed about something else whatever it's it's always fun even even being angry at sports is fun uh, and so yeah it's and it's it's getting closer to college football season which is probably our favorite i know for me it's my favorite and then we get into the nfl where i feel like the nfl's i'm getting more into the nfl uh, and so that's that's exciting uh fantasy football draft coming up soon uh so you know hopefully that gets all wrapped up and so we'll be talking a little bit about our fantasy draft and then as the season goes on maybe talk some about that but we'll be talking a lot of football uh because it's it's almost here it's right around the corner so we got to get into it let's get into the the sec but before we do so i just want to let everybody know that we are presented by Mahler bros golf Mahler bros golf is something that britain and i started up we're both co-owners of Mahler bros golf and we both love love golf i love hitting the the course um, you know, we, we put out a lot of signature polos, so go check it out. Mahlerbros.com. You can go check us out there. Uh, Britt, what's, what's your favorite thing about our polos? Probably the favorite thing about the polos is a, the cool designs, but also the comfort. Um, I've tried a lot of polos in my life. Um, trying to figure out what's the best as far as the material. I want something comfortable, but I also want something cool. These polos are cool. They're cool yeah. and they're comfy. Yeah. Um, they're definitely, the material is probably the top of the line. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's something, you know, and right now we're still kind of going through or we're trying to get better shipping. Uh, I think that's the only downside for us right now, but work in progress. Yeah. But man, I, I really like the way that our products come out and you know, that's, of course that's coming from the owners of it, but still, I, I, I think the only way for you to tell for yourself is just to order a polo, go on to mallerbros.com. You can check out the polo, the polos there. And we also have some hats and some t-shirts too i I like some of our t-shirts uh i'm actually wearing one of them right now so yeah we've got some some pretty cool stuff so go check it out mallerbros.com that helps this podcast directly too uh so not only does it help us at mallerbros.com but it also helps this podcast but let's get into it first starting off in the sec over under 
first one we got on this on the uh, the charts here is Alabama. They they're high on Alabama. Uh, the 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 whatever ranking system this is that puts the over unders. They've got Alabama at eleven wins. I'll let you start us off. What do you got for Alabama? Well, obviously, like you said, no surprise there. They're they're high on Alabama, eleven wins. Um, honestly, with the schedule that they have, I I really don't I don't see it being impossible that they go undefeated, um, at least into the SEC championship game. So, you know, I was looking at the schedule. I think there's a, a few games that sure. They can be tough games. They've got Ole Miss. They've got, you know, Texas on the on their schedule. They've got a few of them. But nonetheless, I mean, it's hard to cheer against Alabama. It's hard to put money against Alabama because they're just so freaking good every year. Yeah. Um, I couldn't really take the under because I don't really see a circumstance where they win ten games. Uh especially with the schedule they have. I don't I don't see it, you know, to be unreasonable that they win out and yeah there's there's no way they're i I don't i don't think there's any way they're going under 11 like you said i don't think there's any way they're going just 10 wins so with that being said i had to take the over um i think it's very doable that they win their 12 games they go to the sec championship game whatever happens there happens but i think they've i think they've got a good path to 12 wins so i went over like i said they do have a few of them like texas a&m even uh they've got a few tough games but it's alabama um i'm gonna take the over the only teams that I see that have a chance is Texas A&M, but it's at home, so I, I don't I don't see that really being an issue. And then you do go at Tennessee, so that that could be tough because I think Josh Heupel is putting together a good program. He's he's building Tennessee back up, uh, and you you kind of saw that last last year. You saw a different energy coming from Tennessee. They didn't have a great season. They they didn't have the season that Tennessee fans want them to roll back around to. But you can you can tell that there's a different energy, and Josh Heupel definitely brings that. And I may be biased because I'm an Oklahoma fan, but uh, then then I saw Mississippi State was one of them that I think could be one of those upset teams. Uh, but but then that's at home, so I just I don't see them losing to any of those. The the only one that I really see, uh, and of, of course you're you're going at Ole Miss too. That's that's a pretty tough game. At LSU is a tough game, but it's LSU rebuilding right now. I don't think that's very tough for Alabama this year. I think they'll probably roll LSU pretty well, even being in Death Valley. Um, but yeah, l- looking at the schedule, the only the only real team that I see actually having a chance of beating Alabama this year in the regular season is Texas A&M, but it's at home. So I just don't think that's going to happen. So, I mean, I, I absolutely took the over too. I don't see any way that they only, they only win 10 wins. I did notice they go to Texas. Um so I'm kind of curious when whenever we do the Big 12 one, how high you are on Texas. Uh, I'm, with, I'm not with sure. With uh, quarterback Quinn Ewers. Yeah, uh, he he's still a, hasn't he hasn't thrown he hasn't thrown a talk. single pass. Uh, so I just I don't understand the hype around him. But you, you know that I'm gonna hate on Texas. But you know I, I'm, I'll try to be unbiased whenever we get to the Big 12. But yeah, I I, I don't know that that one might be a, a neutral field that they go to. Uh, I, I don't know for sure, but. Yeah, even if it is at Texas in in you know a home game for Texas, I don't see Texas even putting up a fight uh, to Alabama. I, and the funny thing is too with Alabama, Nick Saban said last year was a rebuilding year, where they won the SEC, got to the national championship, and lost a tough game in the national championship. That's a rebuilding year. And the sad thing is, is that I kind of believe him. That's kind of scary, isn't it? <laughs> I wish my rebuilding year for my team, you know, for Oklahoma. Their, their rebuilding year is making it to the national championship. <laughs> like, yeah, please. Must be rough to be Nick Saban. It must be rough to be an Alabama fan in general. Just goodness. All right, moving on to Arkansas. Over under seven wins. I'll take this one. I'm taking the over. I think Arkansas picked up some some good uh, in the transfer portal. They picked up quite a bit. They, they got some good recruits, and they've been kind of recruiting pretty well in recent years, probably the last two years. Uh, and so for Arkansas... I'm taking the over. I think they. I think they've got something uh, going together right now. Uh, you, you look at it; they do have a tough game versus Cincinnati. Cincinnati lost a lot last year, so I, I hope to see Luke Fickle pull Cincinnati together. And especially since this is their last year in their conference, and then they're moving to the Big Twelve. I think that, that I really hope that that Cincinnati can do good. Um, 
but then they go to South Carolina or they're they're at home against South Carolina, at home against Missouri State. I think those are some games that Arkansas can probably take. At Texas A&M, that's tough. Uh, versus Alabama, that's a loss. Uh, at Mississippi State, that's tough. Uh, at BYU, that's tough. Uh, at Auburn, I think they can probably pull that one off because Auburn's still kind of rebuilding right now. Versus Liberty, uh, I think they could pull off LSU at home. Um, just overall, I don't know. I just I I think losses. I see Alabama, LSU, A and M, and Mississippi State. So overall, I'm taking I'm taking the the over for Arkansas at seven. So for Arkansas, I'm also taking the over. Uh, I think they could beat Mississippi State. I also think they could beat BYU, um, as well as the other ones that they're projected to win. Um, I'm gonna take the over. I th- that's that's might come back to bite me, but we'll see. I I, I think seven wins, you know, because if you take the over at seven, like if if you if you can pick them to to win seven, I don't see them losing more than four or five games on their schedule, because LSU is one that I think they'll lose. But it's one that I think they could win. Well, LSU, you know, they're kind of rebuilding right now too. Yeah. So, but but at BYU, I think that could be really tough. Uh, so, if you swap that around, so like let's say that they lose to LSU and BYU, I think you might be able to start to see them fall because then, you know, Missouri's kind of building up a little bit. I don't know. I'm not too high on Missouri, but I think Missouri is one of them. Being at Missouri at the end of the game or at the end of the season when you're all beat up, uh, that. That could that could come back to to bite them. So I, I think don't know. realistically, the only the only teams that I see on the schedule that are are pretty much chalked up as a win, I mean as a loss for Arkansas, would be your Alabama, Texas A and M, and probably Ole Miss. I think all the rest of them are doable. I'm not saying that they're going to win them all, but I think they're all doable after that. So I am going to I am going to stick with the the over on that. But I I also think that they probably lose to South Carolina. Um, I'm a little higher on South Carolina than you probably are, um, but we'll talk about them in a bit. Um, I'm still going to stick with you over on that one. Yeah, yeah, and I'm I'm going over with them too, just because I, I, I I'm high on Arkansas this year. I think I think they're putting together some some good stuff down there. And, and last season, man, they started off really hot too. That's the that's the only reason why you know if they if they look like they did last year, that's the only reason why I think they they pull off the first two wins against Cincinnati and South Carolina. But that's that's a tough start to your season. Cincinnati, who's really building, not just a tough tough little team that's going to stick around for a couple of seasons. They look like they're going to be a, a team to stick around for a while because they're competing and recruiting in the Midwest, which is hard against Ohio State and Michigan and Kentucky, all all real close to you. Um, but Florida, you go ahead and take us off over under seven. I think we got Auburn next, don't we? Um. Oh yeah, Auburn. Sorry. I, I looked at the wrong. Skip we were, over Auburn. We're yeah, we get were some hate hate mail coming through. Yeah, we were we were going uh, we were going alphabetically, I think. So, so the overall over under for Auburn is as currently as six wins. You know, when I, when I look at their schedule, I see six wins, but I also see a lot of losses. I see a lot of teams. Um, you got your Alabama, Mississippi State, Texas A and M, Georgia, LSU. Missouri even, Penn State. I think they're projected right now to beat Penn State. I don't see that happening. Um, LSU is kind of a toss-up. I don't really know LSU this year. I don't know what they're going to be. I don't think anybody really does. Um, I hate to say it. I think I might see Auburn having a down year this year. Uh, I I don't think that they have a great schedule. I think they're non-conference. I think they're going to start off 2-0. I think they get to... uh, Oh, for sure. I think they get to Happy Valley and, and get... Thumb, uh, that thumb. one's at home, so. Oh, that's that's true. I still think that Penn State goes on the road and beats them. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I would I would probably take Penn State. Penn State's going to be tough this year. I think they'll be good. Penn State will absolutely be um, tough. So, especially if uh, what's their quarterback uh, Clifford? Uh, is that is that there? I don't. I'm trying I don't to think. Think it, he's still there? Not. Is it not? Clifford? I think it, there might be a quarterback battle. The, going the on. guy that the guy that got injured last year. If you can look that up, because uh, I can't I can't think of his name now. But as long as he doesn't get banged up again this year, I think he could he could really lead Penn State to have a really good year. If he if he does get hurt, then uh, I don't I don't know what to. You're think thinking about of Sean that. Clifford. I was thinking of Sean Clifford. Yeah, Sean Clifford's still there. He he, he may be. He is there. Okay, so yeah, because I, I, I thought that he was still there. We'll, we'll we'll talk more about Penn State when we get to the Big Ten. But 
I I'm I'm kind of high on Penn State as long as he can he can stay in it. But uh, you said you were taking the under. I am. Okay, so for Auburn, under six wins. I'm taking the under as well. They have games at Georgia, at Ole Miss, at Alabama. Those are real. Not, those aren't just tough games, but they're tough games away. Uh, and at Mississippi State, I, I didn't even realize that one was an away game as well. So they've got they've got tough games on their schedule because then they even have Penn State at home. They got to bring LSU into their own stadium, uh, Texas A and M into their own own stadium. Uh, Arkansas under their own stadium. So they've got tough games at home, but then they've also got some of the toughest games away at somebody else's home. So, I mean, like at Georgia, at Ole Miss, at Mississippi State, at Alabama, those those are tough games. You're not going to win those. Uh, not the way that Alabama, uh, that Auburn's been going. So these are their hardest teams on their schedule. They can't even get a break to get them at home. I think if they can pull off the, the Penn State in Missouri and start, what did that be, 5-0? Four no, yeah. Four no, and then and then uh, LSU as well. I think if they I, I think they could put home, a I think they could put up a fight against LSU. This they've year. got a they've got a five five home five game home streak going on. Yeah. Before they go to Georgia, so I think that's going to be the the deciding factor, the deciding fate of Auburn this year is that first five home game stretch. They, there. they lost Bo Nix. I don't know how high Auburn fans are on Bo Nix, but I, I thought he was just a he was a uh, they they do have a. Tank, what's what's his, their running back's name? Tank something, um, but he he is a, he is a monster at running back. But they let I I was personally I was kind of high on Bo Nix. I think that he was just put into the wrong system. Uh, I just don't think Auburn used him right, and he got he got beat up in the SEC. So uh, they they lost Bo Nix. I believe he went to Oregon. Um, so I don't know. I just I just look at Auburn, and I'm I'm not really sure what to expect from from their their quarterback room right now, but. Their coach almost got fired after a bad season last year. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Hold up. Just got a new sale. Order fulfilled and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. You can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. I, I, I'm taking the under on them, too. I think at most they have five wins. They got Mercer and San Jose State that are possibly, you know, those are probably some wins there. I think they got Missouri, and then they've got Western Kentucky. Other than that, I can't really give them any other wins. I look at the rest of their schedule, and they've got a hard schedule. Not only do they, or do they have a an SEC schedule, but they're facing some of really the best in the SEC because you got LSU, Georgia, Ole Miss, Arkansas, Mississippi State, Texas A&M all back-to-back. And then you you get a little bye week against Western Kentucky, and then you got Alabama. So they've, they've got the toughest of the toughest uh, as far as the whenever it comes to their in conference schedule, so I'm taking the under on Auburn as well. I, I think five wins at most. I think Brian's definitely on the hot seat as coach this year for sure. After last year, and I don't know, like I said, I think the first five games is going to be uh, really big for Auburn to to make it to make it to a bowl. I think yeah, I think he's on the hot seat because he he really needs them to. I think he needs a seven win season to keep things going for him. I don't know. I, I think I think this could be the, the last year for him there at Auburn, but uh, we'll we'll see. 
uh, kind of going on. Let's see. Uh, now we can get to Florida. Yeah, now we can get get to Florida. So I wanted to jump jump past, but I guess we'll we'll back up and talk about Auburn for a second and jump on to Florida. So Florida, they're over under seven wins. Uh, looking at Florida's schedule, they start off they're going to get punched in the mouth because they've got Utah, they've got Kentucky. Now they, these are at, at home uh, at Utah, Kentucky, then South Florida. I think they could win South Florida. But South Florida has been kind of a tough team re- in recent years. So, but they're going to get punched in the mouth by Utah. They're going to get punched in the mouth by Kentucky. And then, you know, of course, South Florida, I think they can be competitive, probably win that one. But then at Tennessee, I think I'm, I'm high on Tennessee this year. Uh, I think I think Josh Heupel in his, uh, what is his second year at Tennessee, I think he put some stuff together. So they're going to get punched in the mouth again. They're going to get a little bye week at Eastern, uh, first week at Eastern Washington. Uh, Missouri will be a tough game for him just because, you know, Florida, they've got Billy Napier. He's it, that's, it's their, his first year at Florida. So I don't know. I just, I look at, at his, at their schedule. They're also at Georgia at Texas A&M, uh, and then at Florida state to end the year. He's, he's got a tough schedule and it's all coming off of getting punched in the mouth in your first four games. So I, I just, I'm, I can't, I can't really see them winning seven games on that schedule. I'm taking the under on Florida this year, but I think Napier, if, if he can get some stuff going, I think he can he can pull it around and get get going next year. So Florida was kind of difficult for me because you don't really know what to expect from Florida this year. A lot of new pieces there, and it's it's always tough. I just think Florida, guessing on Florida, a team. like always, will always recruit well. They'll always be, you know, the upper to middle class uh, in recruiting, but again, like you said, the schedule the schedule is what what really kills me. I think they've got some non-conference games that they can definitely win. Now, don't forget, South Florida's had years where they can come out and surprise you. Yeah, um, especially recently. Not uh, saying that with, Florida loses that Charlie game. Charlie Strong. Sure, not saying Florida loses that game, but definitely maybe a trap game there. I don't know. I mean, I hate to see, I hate to say the under being six wins, that meaning that they only win six games, but unfortunately, I think I, I took the under again. I, I, I'm I'm not near as high on Kentucky this year, um, and we'll get to that in a bit. So I, I, I just I really game. see like four games I can give them, and then That's and then and then I'm and then we're talking like maybe they can squeeze one out against LSU or uh, you know against South Carolina. And maybe LSU's good this year. You don't know. You, yeah, you really don't know because because they 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 have had some bad seasons since really since Joe Brew and Jamar Chase and all the Justin Jefferson all those guys left. They they lost a bunch of guys to the NFL. Now you got Brian Kelly though. Brian Kelly's, I think he's 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 got what it takes to put them back in that mindset. I don't know if he's got what it takes to really push them over the edge back to where they were with that amazing what was that twenty nineteen team? Sure, and see what really kills me is that seven wins is probably like you would think Florida's going to win seven games every year. Sure, it's Florida; they're going to. Yeah, but when you look at the schedule, it's like you know what, seven games. Sure, I could I could see that. How maybe? How weird is it to see? Florida, Miami, and Florida State, all three big name, big name schools, big time. That is college football. Without those three, those three schools, college football isn't the same. But all three of them been in a in a drought at the same time. Like that's just kind of crazy. Now Florida's had some good years uh, back and forth, and uh, you know, you know, even recently they made it to the SEC championship. Was it was that two or three years ago? So I mean, they're they're really not too far away from pulling it back around. But yeah, I, I just I I can only give them four games, and then I'm talking you know maybe a little upset you know kind of squeaker here and there. But they've just got they've got a tough schedule. Again, like I said, with seven wins being the over under, I can't really take eight wins for the over. I can't even take seven. I don't even like taking six. I like taking seven more than six because it's Florida. It seems weird, but I have to take the under. Yeah, yeah, I just I'm, have to. I'm taking the under as well. Uh, and then when we get to Georgia, uh, you got to remember Georgia, they're reigning, reigning champs. They're, they're kind of getting disrespected in a, in a lot of ways, but I can, I can understand the disrespect in some sense because you, you did lose quite a bit. You lost a lot on defense. You lost George Pickens. That, that was about it that I can really think of on, on offense. But you think about their offense last year compared to this year, this year, they, they did lose some weapons on offense. But they kind of they've got a lot of guys that were banged up last year that are now all over the field this year. So, so Georgia to me is kind of like Ohio State. 
yeah, or in Alabama, every single year you're going to lose a bunch of key players from offense and defense, even special teams. You know why? They went to the NFL. And, and Kirby Smart. And guess what happens next year? There's more guys that the following yeah, year are going to go to the NFL. Kirby Smart is is recruiting, stacking on stacking on stacking. So I I de- I'm definitely high on Georgia still this year. They do open against Oregon. That's going to be a fun game. I'm definitely going to watch well, that and, one. And Oregon is in a kind of a little rebuild, but I don't think they're in a rebuild where it's going to hurt them that bad from what they were last year. I think I think Mario Cristobal set them up for success. And the way he left, yeah, it sucks that he left Oregon. But, yeah, I, I think Oregon can still be tough, and we'll talk more about them whenever we get to the Pac-12. So with Georgia, I went ahead and went with the under, which is surprising. Really? But I went with the unders, assuming that they win 11 games. I think on, on a 12-game schedule, I think that they there's definitely a chance uh, between you get Oregon, South Carolina, uh, even like Missouri or Auburn, uh, Tennessee, Kentucky, Mississippi State. I mean, you, there's several games that are going to be – they're going to be, uh, you know, definitely – Games that they could lose, uh, for me to think that they go undefeated this year, uh, it's probably not going to happen. Oh, you know what? I think I'd, uh, so I. I'm going to go with eleven wins. So I'm you're going to take going the under. Uh, add eleven wins instead of eleven and a half because eleven and a half means that they're if you're if you're taking the over, you said they're going undefeated. Yeah, that's a lot to get through to go undefeated. So I I think eleven wins is fair, but I can't take the over. So I'm going to go under. So I I took the over but i i'm i'm looking at it i don't think i meant to so i think they will have an upset loss somewhere on the season and i think that upset loss could be at kentucky you're going into kentucky where mark stoops has been doing a really good job he's been recruiting they kentucky is a tough team now i know you're not respecting kentucky the way i am but i i think if i'm looking at their schedule i could see them being in a Tough matchup with Oregon. I don't think Oregon beats him because it's at Georgia. Um, but whenever I look down through the rest of it, they don't have a very tough schedule. Tennessee at home. That's like the toughest one when I'm going down. You know, the, They're at South Carolina. That'll be a little tough, I suppose. But really the toughest, the toughest game I see is possibly at Mississippi State versus you know, Tennessee at home. But then you get down, I think, at Kentucky, when you start to get through that schedule and you're you're rolling, and you get to a team like Kentucky who's been who's been doing really well recently, I think I could see an upset at Kentucky. I'm going to call that out, um, but you know I, I think I, I'll take the under just because I think they will have one of those upsets, whether it be like Tennessee, Mississippi State, or Kentucky. I think those are the three teams that probably have the best chance there. You seem awful uh, awful confident in that Kentucky. I'd like to put five bucks on that. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I think they slip up one before that, but I don't think that they get beat. By let's, let's do it. It's on the record. We'll put right, five on bucks on. We'll put five on, bucks on. Uh, let's go a little friendly, Kentucky. friendly wager. Yeah, Saturday, November nineteenth. I think Kentucky can pull go off five the bucks upset. or a six pack. Uh, let's do six pack. Let's Why do not? a six pack. Let's put a six that's, pack on. That's it. a little more fun. So yeah, I like I like that. Uh, uh, I'll take I'll take Coors Light. All right. So yeah, we've we've got at Kentucky. It, it's at Kentucky too, and, at, and Kentucky's been putting together an atmosphere. So I, I think November nineteenth, we'll, we'll we'll make sure to watch that one together. Well, we got... our our next team, I already know what we're going to disagree on this one. It's Kentucky. Oh yeah. So over under is eight and a half wins. Uh, I'm not down on Kentucky. Uh, I'm really not. But I'm taking the under. I think that they. I think seven wins is, is pretty doable. Um, they've got Miami of Ohio. That's a win. They've got Youngstown's Youngstown State. That's a win. Uh, Northern Illinois is a win. So that's three right off the bat. They got Vandy and they got Louisville. I think they beat Louisville. There's five wins right there that I'm chalking up. Now, Louisville, I'm not, not going guarantee win, especially because that's going to be a little rivalry game. Louisville and, and Kentucky, that's going to be a fun one at the end of the year. But you've also got, uh, you know, you got Florida, you got Old Miss, you got, and by the way, that's at Florida and that's at Old Miss. You got South Carolina, you got Mississippi State, which is luckily at home. You got at Tennessee, at Missouri, at Georgia, which uh, that's a six-pack of beer right there. <laughs> I think that they win seven games. I also think a lot of their offense Georgia last year, they do have Georgia at home. So I'm still taking uh, still taking that one as a loss to, for Kentucky. But I think losing Wandale Robinson, to me, I watched a lot of Kentucky last year. He was He was the offense. He was. He was yeah, the offense. That is a big loss for Huge them. Huge loss. But I think without him last year, they were they were still a decent team, but they weren't a good team. Their their defense will will 
Their defense Re- will back. really rile up and and win games for them though. And they've lost a few few guys on the defensive and uh, so, defensive line. We'll see. We'll see who, you know, what they get to replace them. But I'm, so I'm the go reason seven. the reason why I'll take that at Georgia, uh, or you know, against Georgia. The reason why I'll, why I'll take them upsetting Georgia is because I think Georgia is going to be more of an offensive team this year. They're still going to have a tough defense. It's Georgia, but they lost a lot of big guys. They got, they lost. Jordan, you know, they lost, uh, what, what was the guy that went like first overall? That was just a stupid pick. He was still a good defend, defender, a uh, defensive player. I don't think he's, Aiden you know, Hutchinson was a first uh, defensive. Yeah, player. he was, he was first, but then the, the first, uh, I know what, what was that? About. I can't think of his name, but, uh, you know, so, so they, they lost some, they lost some guys on the defensive, uh, the defensive front, you know, so they've, I don't know. I think, I think Georgia's going to have to rely on their offense more this year. Uh, I, I still think they're going to have a tough defense. Don't get me wrong, but you know, with with them relying on their offense, Kentucky can can really slow them down. Now, when I look at Georgia's Georgia's schedule, I see them coming across at Kentucky, and like I said, I think they're just going to be rolling, 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 and then they're going to get kind of punched in the mouth a little bit. And hope, you know, oh, oh my gosh, what's what's going on? Holy You're crap. right, actually. Uh, I forgot right before Aiden Hutchinson was uh, Trayvon he Walker. Was, yeah, he was first overall, right? That's right. So yeah, because it was like, what? <laughs> Why is he first overall? What? Okay, what whatever's going on there? I'm a Lions fan, unfortunately, and I'm just glad we got Aiden Hutchison. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so yeah, but I I look at their schedule and uh, I I wrote down that I have under because I think they get eight wins because they have a hard schedule. But I'm looking at it. I think they've got Miami. I think they've got Florida, uh, Miami Youngstown. Ohio. Yeah, Miami of Ohio. Uh, so you know they've got three, they've got four in a row right off the bat. Now you think at, they beat Florida at Ole Miss. I don't think I think they they beat Florida. Okay. Like I said, I think Florida's going to have a, a, a they're, they're going to have to start rolling before they can really get going. Uh, and I think they're going to have to just have a have an off off year this year for Florida because I, I took the under on Florida. So I, I think Florida gets maybe five wins. I don't think one of them is against Kentucky. Um, so I think they start off four zero. They might get beat up by Ole Miss a little bit. Uh, they can they can beat South Carolina, Mississippi State, uh, Tennessee probably not. They can beat Missouri and Vanderbilt. I think they can upset Georgia and Louisville. So when I when I'm really looking at it, I should say over, uh, just because I think they can get their nine wins. But realistically, I think they're just going to get eight wins. So I don't really know where to go here because originally I was going under because I think they get eight. Um, but because I'm putting that five dollars on Georgia, I'm going to take the over. I'm gonna go on record and say I, I take the over. I'm gonna. I guess I'll say that they get nine wins, but I I really think they're gonna get eight. But yeah, I'm giving them seven or eight. I'm, I'm not just so we like can said, just so we can disagree. Kentucky, but I'm gonna go seven or eight wins. I don't think nine. Yeah. I, realistically, eight wins is probably right for them because uh, stuff like Florida, you know, like they can they can lose to Florida, and I, I'm giving them South Carolina where they could, they'll, they'll probably they could lose to South Carolina. Stuff like that, you know, and even Mississippi State. There's a lot of 50-50 Mike, Mike Leach is going to be yeah. There's a lot of fifty fifty games, so I'll, I'll take the over on them just to just because I told you I think they'll they'll be the upset that Georgia receives. Uh, so I'll take the over and say that they get nine wins. Uh, moving on to LSU, LSU is over under seven. Uh, so looking at LSU, you know you got Brian Kelly coming down. He's he's kind of that that kind of father figure coming in and and really laying down the law here. It seems like he's He's kind of this. I, I don't know what, what what you really want to call him, but he does seem like more of a an, an authoritarian figure that's actually able to stand up and say, "Listen, guys, we're putting this program back on the map," and he can get things rolling. But is he going to be able to do it right away? Uh, that's that's kind of what you got to look at here. So, what do you got for LSU? So, when I look at their schedule, was was seven wins? Was the over under? Yeah, over under. When seven. I look at their their schedule, I see three right off the bat that jump out as wins. That'd be. Uh, Southern. That, Southern, yeah, it's, yeah. Southern University. <laughs> yes, Southern. Uh, New Mexico, and New Mexico. I'm, I'm gonna give them the win on that one, and then I see uh, UAB. So I see three wins there. You also have you're playing at home, luckily, but you got Florida State. You're playing at I, home. That's gonna be a really good that's game. Gonna be a great that's a seven thirty p.m. Eastern game too. It's be a night I mean, game at LSU. That'd be a tough game. You got Mississippi State, Auburn. You're you're going to Auburn. You have Tennessee, Florida at Florida. You play Ole Miss, Alabama. I don't care where you play Alabama. You got Arkansas and you got Texas. Yeah, you're, you're not beating. You're not beating teams. I think I think the teams you're not beating on this schedule this year is at Texas A&M at, at the end of the year, 
at Arkansas, uh, Alabama, and Ole Miss. Probably Tennessee on that on that. So list when I too. look at their schedule, I think that they get seven wins, but I think their seventh win comes in a bowl game. Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a whirl. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I think they get six wins. I well, think they in, go bowling in, in this in the schedule, though regular season over right. under. And I'm going so under. You're, you're going under. I I'm, don't see them winning eight games. No, I I see six games that they could they could win. I don't know if they'll win all six of them, but I I see six that I feel like I can I can kind of give them. Uh, you know, for overall, but I think Brian Kelly is going to have a rude awakening in the SEC. It is a tough defense, or it is a a, a tough uh, conference. I don't. I don't care as much as I, I hate the SEC just as much as you do. I got to start to like them since Oklahoma's moving over there. But it, it, it is probably you. You can say that they are the toughest. The sure. toughest conference. Big Ten matches up with them. Sure. absolutely no doubt. But they are the toughest conference. Well, currently, I think the SEC is the best. Currently, yeah. But I think like overall throughout the years, I think the Big Ten definitely matches up well. But when when right you take now, when you take history, the SEC's just rolled over sure. in the last 10, 15 years. So my, I mean, my other thing about LSU is if I look at their offense in past years, they're missing a big time coach and Mickey Joseph, who luckily came to Nebraska. I'm very excited about him. That dude has produced year after year after year big time wide receivers. I mean, he's a hell of a coach. So they're going to lose him. Uh, not saying that they don't, you know, replace him. And but man, you don't get much better in wide receiver coach than Mickey Joseph. The dude can recruit well. He's a great coach. He's proven every year, every place he's ever been. So they're losing some stuff, I think, on the offense by losing him. Again, they have a tough schedule. I think we agree it's uh, it's going to be under. I'm kind of curious about LSU's quarterback uh, competition that's going on right now too. I, I'm not really sure. Which one, you know, where Brian Kelly's going to go with it? Because you can't, I don't think you can go to quarterback, uh, you know, set and, and kind of switch back idea. and forth. I, I don't think you can do that successfully. I I can't think in my head, I can't think of in, in the history of college football where that's actually worked out. I can think of one time because I'm a Nebraska fan and I hated every bit of it. But when they played Penn State, or I mean Northwestern, and they rotated Tommy Armstrong and uh, – Ron Kellogg, the third, and at the very, I mean, they kind of rotated the whole game, and then Kellogg had a little stronger arm, and they threw the Hail Mary and won the game. Yeah. But I absolutely despise. But, you know, that's that's a that's a game, because, like, you, you back up, you know, and, and think of all the times that, that teams have done that. It just usually doesn't work no, out. Definitely You know, not. like, you have stuff where you got, like, you know, you know, your packages where you can put in your big guy, like, Beldozer back for yeah, Oklahoma. Absolutely. And, Stuff like that, you know, like that. That's just the packages you you get those big quarterbacks or a uh, uh, DeAndre Swoop, I think it was his name for at, at Texas. You know, you got you got those big guys that you can put in there and that wildcat that no matter what the defense does, they just can't stop that that stupid strong offensive line and big old you know bulldozer of a, of a quarterback running through. That stuff will work just fine, but that's not what they have here. They kind of have they kind of have a somewhat mobile quarterback and a pretty much pocket passer, not very mobile quarterback. So he's got two schemes he's got to work with. Which one do you want? So I don't know. Yeah, it's, you, you got to work be in different packages. And then by the time you do that, I already kind of know genuinely, generally what you're trying to do as a defensive coordinator at that point. Just a little side note, speaking of quarterbacks, I kind of find it hilarious to see that Arch Manning is, uh, Archie Manning is starting to kind of take a dip in the, he, I think he was rated number one player coming out of this year, and he's now currently at ten. He's, I mean, for the longest time he stayed at one, and it's a lot of it's because of his name. It's because of who he is. I think he's a good player. He came, he came from he's, the, yeah, the Manning he's, family. He's, he's a, he's a Manning. But he's got Uncle Eli and, and Peyton. I to, do kind of find it funny up. to see him continue to drop. To say, hey, I, I get it. You're a really good player, but let's let's be real. Just because your last name doesn't mean anything. No, it doesn't. I mean, look and, at and, Luke McCaffrey, for instance. He came to Nebraska, and I thought. Holy cow, this dude's going to be a stud. Look at the McCaffrey family. And he was a great athlete, but never really amounted to anything. Went to Louisville, didn't get the starting job, transferred. Then he went to Rice, 
not done shit at Rice. Yeah. I mean, he's not a good player. Yeah, it's it's so, it is his last name, but yeah, we'll, we'll see how he how he ends up I'm, uh, I'm turning curious. out. Um, Mississippi State. Uh, so we both went under on seven wins for for LSU, which I, I think is reasonable. And, and, and honestly, it's not even anything to be upset about for LSU fans. Um, but Mississippi State over under six and a half wins. We'll kind of speed it up a little bit here to try to get through the rest of these. We do have like three that I think we should probably talk about more. But uh, uh, Mississippi State six and a half. I took the under. Uh, I don't know when I look at their schedule. I think Mike Leach has started balancing his offense more uh, since coming into the SEC, but. He has a hard schedule this year, uh, and you know there's really eight weeks before a bye. I think uh, on their schedule, so you know you you look at their schedule and just how much Mississippi State's going to get beat up. I, I, they're they're going to be a tough team. I just think six wins is probably where they're gonna where they're gonna uh, match up at, uh, and that's that's pretty much all I can I think I can give them uh, is six wins. So I'm taking the under on Mississippi State. So I also took the under on Mississippi State. Not that they're not a great team, but I think they've got a lot of hard games there. I want to look at their schedule. Um, so I think six wins is reasonable. I, th- I could even see a, a con- scenario where they only win, you know, five. So I, I definitely took the under as well. Yeah, I think. I, yeah, I think five is the only uh, the only games I can give them. But there's some teams that I think they can pr- probably pull off. Like I think they can pull off against Arkansas, possibly Kentucky. Uh, you know, th- those are some games I think they can pull off. Possibly Ole, at Ole Miss, but you're at Ole Miss, so that, that might be tough. Um, but just overall, I do, I just I think I can only give them five. But with with Mike Leach, you're gonna win six, I think. Uh, so I'll, I'll take six and take the under on them. Uh, and then Missouri over under five wins. What do you got for Missouri? Missouri, I went ahead and took the over. I think that they can get six wins. I think they can go bowling. Uh, I don't think Miss. I don't think Missouri's gonna be a great team this year, but I think they've definitely got some some winnable games. Uh, their non conference games aren't too bad. Uh, the Kansas State game, I think that's gonna be a lot of fun to watch. I think those are two probably. Fairly matched up teams, kind of an old Big Twelve yeah, matchup again. I, I kind of like it. Uh, so I'm, I'm definitely, gonna, I'm going to pay attention to Kansas State this year. Anyway, I'm a big Adrian Martinez fan, so I'll, I'll watch them. Um, but I think you know they've got Louisiana Tech and uh, Abilene Christian and New Mexico State. Even yeah, I, th- I think they've got some winnable games. I think they can get to six, um, but I could even see them winning five. So I'm going to take the under on them. Yeah, yeah. For uh, I'm, I'm taking the over on them as well. Yeah, you've got Louisiana Tech. I think you should be able to win that. Kansas uh, State. I'm not under. sure. What's that? I'm taking under. Oh, you're taking under. I'm taking six wins. Uh, Missouri's five win over under. Or five wins. My bad. I'm I'm sorry. I, I did take the over, but okay. I think they get six wins. Yeah, yeah. I I think six is pretty reasonable. Uh, and and that's that's not too bad for Missouri right now where they're at. M- Missouri needs to find somebody some some way to raise money. Because they don't have an atmosphere. That's that's the big reason why you're not going to do anything in the SEC. The reason why I think Texas and Oklahoma, given that Texas can start to rebuild, and we still don't know what's going to come from Oklahoma, but you know the reason why I think Texas and Oklahoma can make it in the SEC is because they have atmospheres. You bring an Alabama into Oklahoma or into Texas, you're going to have an atmosphere that's going to that's going to at least you know, put some pressure on them or, you know, to take it to, to Georgia. So, you know, whereas I don't think Oklahoma or Texas is going to run the SEC, they're going to be able to compete because they have an atmosphere. Missouri doesn't even have that. So I just, I don't see you, you winning a lot in the SEC and, and you're not ever going to get there unless somebody gets some sort of fundraiser going for them and, and get a, get an atmosphere, get Missouri rumbling. So when teams come into Missouri, they fear coming into that stadium. Right now, they've got a high school stadium. Unfortunately, they've got the Kansas City Chiefs. That's gonna that's gonna rule Missouri until the day I die. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's just where all your money's going. And, and they they can't really compete a whole lot with with all of the the recruiting right now because again, they don't have an atmosphere. They don't have uh, you know much to to give the players that are coming in. So yeah, I'm, I'm taking the under on them as well, or I'm I'm, I'm taking the over. Uh, I think they get six wins, but I just can't give you more than that until you get an atmosphere, get get something going. Uh, going on to Ole Miss. Uh, Ole Miss, seven and a half wins. Looking through Ole Miss's schedule, uh, I, I'm I'm high on Lane Kiffin. They 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 lost Jeff Levy. Uh, thank goodness, because Oklahoma got Jeff Levy. He's an amazing offensive coordinator, and I didn't realize how much he was behind Ole Miss's offense until kind of paying attention to him recently. But he he was the big reason why Ole Miss's offense was so tough. 
Uh, and so they are, they are going to hurt a little bit, but I think Lane Kiffin, he's an offensive guy. He's going to get him rolling again. I, I see them winning eight. I think that right around eight wins, I think that's pretty reasonable because they have a pretty easy schedule. You start off 4-0, you, you know, Troy, Central Arkansas, Georgia Tech, Tulsa. I think that's that's 4-0, pretty easy. Uh, so you get going. Then you have Vanderbilt and Auburn, I think, are pretty easy wins. Uh, so, you know, that, that gives them six right there. Uh, I think you can probably pull it off against, uh, you know, like Mississippi State and Arkansas. But, you know, Alabama, Texas A&M, I think those are losses. LSU will be tough. So I think I can I can give them eight. I think I think I can see eight. I'm taking the over for Ole Miss. So I think you bring up a good point. I think they start off 4-0. I think Kentucky is a wild card for me. Vanderbilt's probably a win. Auburn's a wild card for me. LSU's a wild card for me. Arkansas, Mississippi State, all wild, wild cards. I don't see them beating uh, Alabama or probably even Arkansas or Texas A&M, really. Um, I really see seven wins. I'm taking the under. Okay. That's that's reasonable, too. I, I can respect that. I just, I, I ultimately, I, I believe in Lane Kiffin and, and what he's doing there at Ole Miss. He's making Ole Miss tough again. He just now produced, uh, you know, a, a, a good quarterback coming out of there. So uh, putting him in the NFL, he's got some tough defensive players that he's adding. He's really good. Oh, and they just picked up a quarterback uh, from USC. So, you know, I just, just, Overall, he's really good at recruiting. He's personable with the guys. He's still young enough where he can be cool. So he's he's doing some good things. I think give, give him a year and they'll be fine. But right now I'm going to go with seven wins. Yeah. I, I think they have a respectable uh, season. Um, they just but, have such an easy non-conference schedule that I just I got to give it to them. And they're, they're, they lined them up all in the beginning, which might, you know, it might actually hurt them. But just the fact that they go, uh, you know, versus Kentucky, which is kind of a 50-50, um, but then, but then you got Vanderbilt on and Auburn. I think those are easy wins for them, uh, just because I think Auburn's just down right now. But yeah, I'm I'm, I'm taking the over on them, but I, I can respect the under. Uh, South Carolina over under six wins. What do you got? I've actually got the over. I'm I don't care for the guy, but I I am high on uh, Spencer Rattler as as an athlete as a quarterback. I don't think he's bad. I think he's he's definitely made make mis, makes a lot of mistakes. He's got to limit the mistakes this year, the turnovers, uh, the inconsistent plays. But I think they'll put the pieces around him to, I mean, hell, it's six wins. I think they can definitely win seven, even eight games this year looking at their schedule. Um, like I said, Spencer Rattler going there, that's what really sells it for me. Uh, they open up Georgia State. I think that's definitely a win. Uh, they've got Charlotte, uh, SC State. Yeah, South Carolina State, I think, is pretty um, that's, easy. That's a win. I think they beat Missouri and Vanderbilt. Clemson, I don't think they win that one. No. Um, but I definitely could see them winning seven games. Eight's, eight's pretty tough. Um, I am, I'm really excited to see what they can do offensively this year. I think their defense can be fine. I don't think they're going to be great, but I think they'll be fine. But their offense needs to needs to put points on the board this year, and that's what I'm curious, curious to see. Um, I will take the over. I think they might. Might squeak out seven, possibly eight. Yeah, I think Coach Beamer's—he's a tough coach. I think he can—he can do something at South Carolina. I just think so. Okay, you, you take you take Spencer Rattler, his I guess redshirt freshman year, first year playing at Oklahoma. I was high on the kid because he had some big time mistakes that kind of screwed over for you know screwed a lot of things up for Oklahoma. But it wasn't all on him. Uh, you know, you, you you got other factors that play into the game, but. When you look at him play, the only criticism to his actual play, because the kid's, the kid's got crazy uber talent, just crazy talented, but he's he just doesn't look around on the field. He keeps his eye on one receiver too much. Uh, sometimes he might switch over to a second receiver, but he's just not good at looking across the field. I'm, I'm not high on Spencer Rattler going to South Carolina to play in a different, in a different uh, scheme. I'm just not high on him, uh, and so looking at looking at Spencer Rattler, I I loved him his first year playing, his second year playing. I don't really play, blame a whole lot of that. He was in a really bad atmosphere at Oklahoma, but Spencer Rattler in in Lincoln Riley's offense, his first year playing, I think he can succeed in something like that. But you go from an Oklahoma that was stacked, you had you know a, a ton of receivers to to look around at, and and you go from that to. South Carolina, where you really don't have the weapons around you, I, I just don't see him doing anything special. I just think that was a really stupid move for Spencer Rattler, and I think it was stupid for South Carolina to pick him up because he's. A, I, I just don't see him succeeding in a, in a on a team that just doesn't have the weapons. 
Uh, I'm, I'm taking the under. I don't think they win six wins. I think they only win maybe five. Uh, they have they they do have a tough schedule. You got uh, you know Arkansas and Georgia and Kentucky and A and M and even Florida. I think can possibly beat them. I don't know. That's kind of uh, maybe like a 40-60 for me. I I would probably lean towards South Carolina, um, but then you got Tennessee and Clemson. I just don't I don't see them winning five wins uh, or more than five. Uh, I just I see that. I think possibly six, but I'm I'm, I'm taking the under. I on think them. this is uh this is one of those uh, cases where the quarterback's going to be the biggest you know biggest piece to your team. If he succeeds, I think they do well and they get their seven sure. eight wins. If they if he does not, then they don't. The biggest thing I can th- I can think to say about Spencer Rattler is I think his biggest downfall is he does not do well under pressure. I think that's why he struggled at Oklahoma because of all the pressure, whether it be for the fans, the coaching, getting benched. He'd been benched against Texas twice, back to back years. It's it's pressure moments where he just folds. Yeah, he, he just does. can't handle the pressure. So the now first he's going year to the SEC now. You don't think there's going to be pressure yeah. playing against fucking Georgia? Well, yeah, so you've got a worse offense against tougher defenses. Holy cow. So, I mean, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't have a lot of faith in him with that move. Now, if he would have gone over to the Pac-12 somewhere, I, I, I'm, I'm all for him. I think he can, he can succeed there. Uh, even, even going to the ACC, I think he can succeed there. You know, if he would have gone somewhere in the ACC, uh, I just don't see him succeeding in the SEC. Just don't screw man. You yeah. were going to be an NFL draft pick he's gonna he's be, got the talent be, that's what that's what frustrates me about the kid is that don't he, screw this up you know and i would I'll, I'll back him up till the day you know till the day he's done playing football I, he has the talent he can do it he just needs to have more discipline and I, I think he's got a little bit of an attitude problem that he needs to fix too uh i, I didn't want to admit it when he was at oklahoma but i think he does don't turn into johnny manzel <laughs> yeah a kid with all the talent I, I don't think he'll go that far i think he's a good kid he's just kind of cocky yeah. um but Tennessee over under seven and a half wins. I'll, I'll make them kind of sweet and quick. I'm taking the over. I think I see them winning eight or nine wins. Tennessee, I, like I said, I think Josh Heupel is going to pull them together. Their offense is going to be rolling. Uh, they're going to be one of the probably the one of I'll say the toughest offense in the SEC besides probably Alabama, maybe Georgia. Uh, but I think they're they're right up there with Georgia as far as tough offenses. I think they're going to be a really tough offense to beat. And of course, they're they're going to have a, a little bit of a defense, a fiery defense, just maybe not enough to do uh, all that they want. But uh, I'm taking the over. I think they get eight, possibly nine wins by looking at their schedule. So I'll make it short and sweet. I think I've got. I think I'm going to take the over. I think I'm going to give them eight wins. I think they've got a decent schedule. They've got a tough schedule for sure. But I think the games that aren't so tough are winnable. I don't. I'm not super high on Pitt this year. Uh, as we talked about in the last episode, I don't think they're going to be bad, but I think they're definitely going to take a, a drop back with, you know, losing your offensive coordinator, losing your quarterback, you know, stuff like that. I, I, I could see them winning eight games for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think, uh, I think I'd take the over for the, for Tennessee pretty easily. Uh, just cause I think eight wins is pretty reasonable. Uh, moving on to Texas A&M. I think Texas A&M is a, a very interesting between last year to this year. And then, you know, especially thinking of the offseason that they're number one in all of their, their recruiting. Jimbo Fisher's doing a great job down at Texas A&M. Um, and then I think next year is the year I'm looking forward to Texas A&M. I don't think they have it this year uh, to, to really do a lot, especially since they have like Alabama at Alabama. Uh, that's that's like the big one that I look at and I'm just like, Ugh. you know, like that's that's tough. Um, but looking at Texas A&M, I'll keep it uh, short and sweet. I think I see them pulling off eight to to nine wins. I think I'm taking the over because I think they can pull off nine here. Uh, looking at their schedule, they've got an easy non-conference schedule other than Miami. Uh, Miami's tough, but I think they could probably beat Miami just because it's at home. Um, and, you know, it's it's a first year for Mario Cristobal too. So looking at it overall, though, I'm, I'm taking the, the over. I, I see them winning uh, nine wins. So I've I've also got them at nine wins. Uh, as you mentioned, the recruiting, uh, I think it's phenomenal right now. I think they've got a lot of good things happening <clears throat> next year. It's going to be fun. Um, Miami, I don't like them playing Miami this early in the year because Miami's always good at the beginning of the year. We'll see how Miami can do. I can as, see that. As you, you know, uh, by listening to the last episode, I projected Miami to go pretty far this year. Um, but I think uh, Miami and, and Alabama are the two losses that I see. Um, everything else is winnable. Um, I 
I could see them slipping up and losing one more, but I, I see nine wins. I could see ten, but I'm going to go with nine, ten wins, so I'm taking over. Yeah, I, I, I think everything else is winnable. Uh, like you said, I think I think Alabama and Miami, probably LSU, uh, just depending on how LSU turns out. I'm, I'm just, they're just yeah. a big question mark to me right now. So I think those three are probably like the three that I'll take away from. I think they've got three three losses for sure, um, but you know possibly only two. Right, uh, and, I, and I think like like you said, LSU, Florida, even Auburn. You never know. Yeah, they especially be, being at Auburn, you know, yeah. like that's that's definitely not a t- not an easy one. Uh, and so yeah, for sure. And uh, you know, both of us taking the over. I think nine wins is 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 really reasonable uh, and very respectable right I now. I think nine wins is a good is a good year for them. Yeah, and and any 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 team other than you know Alabama, possibly Georgia this year. Uh, there, there's very few teams. Ohio State. There's very few teams that nine wins is just not enough. You know, so like nine wins for Texas A&M, take it. You know, all day, oh, yeah. take it, take oh, yeah. it. Absolutely. Vanderbilt <laughs> over under two and a half wins. What do you got for them? Dude, this is scary. Pull up their schedule for me real quick. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know either. Really, Dude, like, how do you how do you take the under? On two and a half wins, but I did. Because you look at them but last year. Was it last year that they had the female kicker come out to try to bail them out? Dude, I'm <laughs> telling you right now, I looked at this, two and a half wins. I'm like, dude, this is going to come bite me in the ass. How do you take the under? But then you look at their schedule. I don't know. Yeah, Hawaii and Ellen. Sure, they could win those two. Wake Forest, I think they lose two. North, Northern Illinois is not a joke. I don't think they win that game. Alabama, Ole Miss, Georgia, Missouri, Southern uh, South Carolina, Kentucky, Florida, Tennessee. They're ending like their last over half the schedule. They're not going to win. A single literally, game. yeah, literally from September twenty fourth to the end of uh, the end of September. Their last game is September all the way through the end. I don't see a win, dude. I see literally. I think they start off two and zero and don't win another game. No, um, for me, honestly, I think they start off zero and one. It's at Miami. That's kind of or uh, uh, it's at uh, Hawaii. So you're you're traveling a long distance. I I don't wrong. and Hawaii's been kind of tough recently. So like they're they're kind of they're kind of doing something recently. But you know at uh, versus Elon, I think that's when Wake Forest whoops up on them. Northern Illinois, it's at Northern Illinois. I've seen Northern I, Illinois come in a big big team or power so five teams and win. I I wrote I wrote down that I I'm taking the over because I have them I have faith in them winning against hawaii elon and northern illinois but i really only see like one or two games because maybe elon and and northern illinois those are the only two games i can really give them at hawaii i don't know if i can give that to them i'm taking the under on two and a half wins which is just sad for any team i think i'm gonna go the opposite of you i think they do start the two and oh and i think that they lose northern illinois okay i'm i can i can i can accept that but I just, either way, I don't see them beating Northern Illinois and Hawaii. No. Both being away. It's just Vanderbilt sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm taking the, I, I, I wrote down over, but I'm taking the under. I just, I can't in good faith take the over, which is sad. Two and a half wins. I Duke, hope they come out and beat Alabama. Duke is the only other team I can think of being that low on. <laughs> that, that would be awesome to see them beat Alabama at Alabama. That's their second win because they lost and, and to then Hawaii and watch and Watch Northern them beat, Illinois. watch their, their two wins. So we, we're right. Only two, but at Alabama and at Georgia. We're marking it yep. down right now. Those are their two wins. So Boom. everybody go into uh, your local casino and put down your bets on that one. <laughs> and then uh, Man, when you're, when all, with all your winnings, go over to mallerbros.com and buy yourself a cup of polos <laughs> so who's rising this is where we discuss who is rising to the occasion and right now we're talking who's rising to the occasion in the sec this year when you look at the sec taking a look at at all the teams there who do you see is rising in the sec Ooh, this was a really tough one for me um yeah i think tennessee was my was my pick um, I think Tennessee is starting to come along. I think Tennessee may, you know, you got your Alabama, your Georgia, teams like that that have kind of already risen. They've, they've already been there. Alabama's just uh, Alabama's been there been for the last risen. 15 years. Uh, I think Alabama rose the same year Jesus Christ did. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I'm going to go with Tennessee. I think Tennessee can really put together uh, a decent a decent year. Um, like I said, I took the over on seven and a half wins. Um, I think if they can win eight or nine wins, and they can continue to build on that, even ten wins. I think that they can really, really start taking off in the SEC. Yeah, and, I, I and start competing. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Uh, Tennessee was on my list. 
but I'm going with Texas A&M is rising because I think Texas A&M, like I mentioned, I think this might be just a year for them to win nine wins, which is good. Take it, Texas A&M. Take it and go to a decent bowl game, possibly even a New Year's Six. I don't know. I don't know how how the rest of the season is going to roll out. I think they can win nine wins, which is great uh, for Jimbo Fisher right now. But next year, with their recruiting classes that they've been stacking up, I think next year could be Texas A&M's year. Uh, I'm, I'm also high on Tennessee. Uh, and of course, Kentucky, I think is, I, I just don't, I won't pick Kentucky because I think Kentucky's rising enough to be that a team to upset you when, when they, they come in kind of like an Iowa state's been in the big 12 sure. or an Iowa. Uh, yeah, Iowa and the big 10, you know, stuff like that. Or even, even at times when you get Maryland all of a sudden upset or maybe Purdue's Purdue. a better, Purdue's Purdue, sure. a better, better matchup to, so to compare. I, but, I also had Texas A&M on my list as well as even, uh, who else did I have on my list? I was trying to think who else I was thinking of, uh, uh, Ole Miss. I yeah. can see Ole Miss starting to come around and do some stuff. Yeah, Lane Kiffin's... Uh, I think, like I said, probably give that two years. Yeah, yeah, Lane but... Kiffin's a good recruiter, too. So I, I could see that. Hopefully I didn't even have... have them on my list, but but yeah, I can see that. Hopefully we can start getting getting some people listening, and, and we'll still be doing this in two years. And I can say, hey, remember two years ago when I told you? Yeah. So you have a new segment. What do you got? What What's your new segment? Buy it or sell it. Go ahead so, and explain it. My buyer or sell it. So what I want to do with this segment is um, we'll, we'll pick a topic every year or every week and, and just say, you know, this is the scenario. Are, are you buying it? Do you, do you agree with it or are you, are you selling it? Kind of like a stock. Yeah, you're, you're treating it like a stock. So, you know, today I, I want to talk about Alabama. We're talking about the SEC. Man, Alabama is just Alabama. They've been, they've been good every year. They, they're in the playoffs every year. Uh, even a few years where I thought maybe it was questionable that they should have been in the playoffs due to some other teams. They were in, in the playoffs. But uh, then they end up remember, winning. Or, if you, you know, remember they... the whole uh, uh, US, USC or UFC. Uh, uh, UCF. That 20, UCF. Or UCF, I'm sorry. Uh, 2017, 2018, uh, yeah, 2019. I, I, think, I think 18, 18 might be right. right. But then they, the, you know, Auburn's was the only team to beat Alabama. Then they go uh, – UFC ends up going to UCF. play the, geez, UCF, University of Central Florida, under Scott Frost, went on to beat Auburn, who beat Alabama, who is now in the playoffs, and remember, they were undefeated. So even when, the, you know, there's a few times we thought maybe they shouldn't be in there, they were in there. So Alabama is in the playoffs again this year. You buying it or selling it? I'm, I'm buying it 100%. I don't, I don't think, I think they go undefeated. They could lose the SEC to Georgia. But, I mean, I, I think they make it to the playoffs regardless of whether they win the SEC or not. So I'm absolutely buying it. I think that's an easy one. I would agree. I think that's a, that's an easy one. Uh, I, I didn't really like to do that, but it's man, it's like, come on, every year. Yeah, but you you gotta you, you gotta, gotta bring it up. You gotta got bring to. it up, and and especially when you're talking about the SEC, uh, buy it or sell it. What I got is two SEC teams make the playoffs. This has happened several times. It's usually Alabama and Georgia. Uh, there was one year where it was Alabama LSU. Uh, two SEC teams make it to the playoffs. I think this is a little bit tougher. Uh, you buy it or sell it? I'm going to go ahead and sell it this year. I think this is a year that you def- you're going to see an SEC. Whoever wins, wins the SEC is getting in. But I think you've also got a Big Ten champ. I think the Big 12 is a question mark for me. We'll see who wins the Big 12 and, ha- and how they win the Big 12. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, it depends but you on got, how. you know, the uh, ACC, you got a team that I think I think possibly Miami. I think maybe this is the year Miami gets in if they can finish out the season. If they can finish out, um, even even at Clemson, if they you know. if Miami does what you're wanting them to do, sure. sure. And and who knows, uh, NC State. I, I, I've been high on them. I think the NC State has a chance of winning the ACC. And if they do, do they make it? Or do you have maybe a dark horse possibly popping in over in the Pac-12? You got Utah. I think is going to be un, unreasonably good this year <laughs> you know i think they're going to be just undeniably good is what i meant to say uh so i mean utah uh possibly usc with all the talent they've stacked up are they going to be a dark horse so yeah you've you've got you've got some teams that could but are you going to take them over alabama and georgia depends on the year so two te- two sec teams make the playoffs buy it or sell it i'm gonna sell it this year you're gonna sell it i'm gonna buy it i just think it's like I said, you know, I, I I hate the SEC because everybody loves them so much. You know, everybody being meaning the the big dogs that that choose 
what goes on in, in the in NCAA football. So I, I, I buy it. I think that they get in. And honestly, when it comes down to it, and you only have that's the, that's the reason why I think four teams is just not enough. I personally want to open it up to six, possibly eight. I like the twelve possibility. I, I like that. I think that's my favorite, uh, going up to twelve in the playoffs. But you know, with only four in there, it's just really hard to say that an undefeated Alabama and undefeated Georgia go against each other in the SEC championship, and you still don't put them in because it's it's proven itself. You know, last year it proved itself. So I, I really like the tough. idea of starting off with an eight eight teams. Let the top two stay. They have a bye week, and let the other six teams play it out, and then move up from there. You're, yeah, yeah, kind of. And then may, maybe let the number one team sit there for a few weeks. Nah, there, there, there's a I lot. Don't, I don't know. I, th- I, don't know. I think you either go six or twelve. I think that's I think that's where you jump to. I think I'd be eight, cool with twelve. Eight eight starts to make it kind of blurry on how you how you set it up. Yeah, and there there'd but, be a lot to decide and, and stuff if no matter how they do it, no matter how they shake it up, uh there's definitely gonna be some question marks as to okay, does everybody just play week one? Because I'm cool with that too. Yeah. Week one, we'll say if, yeah, if there's I, eight I think teams. If you, I think if you do if you do eight and have a bye week for anyone, then it kind of I, I kind of also up. like the idea of the number one, it maybe even number two, depending on how many teams you have. I definitely like the idea of number one getting that bye week. I think with twelve teams, I think Top top two can take you know they can they can take their their bye week for sure. Because I mean I think if you're if you go twelve games throughout the year and you end up at number one or thirteen games because you're you're uh, you won your conference too. I think after thirteen year, thirteen games there, if you're still sitting at number one, I think you deserve it. Yeah, yeah. You so deserve hope- to stay at number one for for another week. I really hope they just expand it because there's there. You even brought it up. There's multiple times where there's just teams where are, are you really going to keep Alabama though out out though because it's like they get in and then they end up winning it and it's like uh, but we didn't want them in so therefore they shouldn't have won but they did win so they kind of proved that they deserved to be there or Ohio State back in 2014 that they deserved to get in there even though we all said they didn't. You know, there was there was teams like Baylor, uh, you know, and uh, TCU that should have pros- probably been in over them, but they ended up winning it. So can you really can you really argue with that? So, yeah, I, I definitely want to see it expand. Uh, I, I think 12 would be awesome, but I can I can go with with six to eight. Uh, I, th- I think starting off with six is fine, um, but four is just not enough. It's not. definitely not. But anyways, that's all we got for today. Everybody make sure to share this episode, share this this podcast with one of your friends, your family, share it on social media. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram and go over and visit us at rising2.com. That's risingto.com. You can check us out. Give us a five-star review on Apple Podcast. Thank you very much. We'll see you next time. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 